engage, reflect, laugh, get comfortable, be you, relax and chill, sweatpants and coffee chat, freshly brewed, nice and hot, come sip, let's chat. Hey friends, hi friends, hi. get in here, we are back, we are back for yes. another episode of Sweatpants and Coffee Chat, yes, this is episode three, uh, and today we are going to get in a topic called hashtag what? Girlfriend energy. Girlfriend energy, and I know that that is a topic that many of us know, you know, we devoting all this extra energy before we even know our place and our position in a relationship. Um, and I'm super excited because today we have our friends from Top Shelf Podcast. Uh, they are going to be joining us. They're actually launching this Tuesday on March 30th with yes. their very first podcast. So I just want to invite them in. I'm going to bring our friends on in here. Hey, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hey. Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. Good afternoon. Afternoon. I'm gonna bring our friend Fred on in here. Hey, Fred. Hi, Fred. What's up? Top show. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Represent, represent. Congratulations. <laughs> How are you? What's going on? Pants and coffee. We're ready to have this good conversation. Yes. I got my coffee. Got our coffee. You know, I, Jeff I, got his henny. Yeah. That's what Listen. I'm talking about. Listen, it's, it's the Sabbath today, so no henny. <laughs> That's right. Save that for when we join y'all on set. Yeah. No, no henny. No henny. I can definitely use it. I can definitely use it. Right, right, right. So we are going to dive straight in. We have, um, we found this dope video. Um, the gentleman's name is Ace on IG. His handle is Ace at Ace Metaphor. Ace Metaphor. And he touched on something we thought was really profound and something all women, all people in general, but women in particular, we could definitely relate to because you sometimes get into these dynamics. And you don't all the way quite know your place. So let's check out this video. And then we're going to dive straight into the conversation. Y'all ready? Yep, let's go. Let's get it. All right, let's, let's go. I do believe men put women on their way. I, I specifically believe that. And it's like you're breadcrumbed. You're breadcrumbed. You know what I'm saying? In the sense. You're, or you're fed little by little. Let me tell you how it happens. This is how a man puts you on layaway and you don't even know you're on layaway. Because here it is. You're getting paid or you're getting paid into just enough to, to keep you interested. For example, this is what a lot of men and women, but we're talking about men, will do. They'll say, you know, I don't really want you, but I don't want you to leave. And they'll find mm. the sweet spot of an amount of tension that they have to keep in order to keep you there, but not pull you closer. There's a sweet spot. How long can they go without texting you before you trip? So now they know to text you right before you start to. How long can they go without taking you on a date without you tripping? And then they, they do that. 
every time they feel like they you're pulling away a little bit, here comes a grand gesture. Now he posts you on Instagram one time because he wants you to know, oh, I'm serious. And that little gesture will make you be like, oh, he's serious about me and, and earn him another two or three months of you being there waiting for him. See, the thing is, you won't feel like you're waiting for a person that is a expert of, of putting women on layaway. You will feel like you're actually like 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 you won't waiting infers that nothing is happening. All right. Like you're you're he's actively putting his deposits down, right? Five dollars this week, ten dollars that week, two dollars that week. And so you like eventually he's gonna play my my total price. Because here's what you ask for. You ask for a hundred dollars of effort up front. And that's what you feel is worth in exchange for your loyalty, your time, and your love. But here's the thing about layaways. They're not going to give you that all, all at front, up front. They're going to pay for it over a year, a year and a half too. And you think, okay, since he's been making these investments this long, then he must be serious about me. No, some people just got $5 to spare. Mm. You know, some people just have a couple hours to spare every week. And it's not that they're investing in you. It's just that this is enough to keep you here without me having to really dive inside my bag and, and, and really give you what you deserve. Okay. So I don't believe that people, especially good people, assume that another person will do that to them. So do I feel like ladies willingly accept layaway? No. I feel like most people don't know that they're on layaway. I feel like most people don't know that the little attention that they're getting from their man is just enough to keep them there. <laughs> because here's the thing. If he really wanted to be with you, if he really, really, really wanted to take you off the market, he would. He really would, right? He really would. He really would. <laughs> <laughs> he really would. Oh, yeah. he really Interesting. Would. He's stressing so, that point. He really would. He really would. Really? He really would. <laughs> Respectfully. Exactly. Respectfully, right? He really would. Um, so let's unpack that, right? Let's start off with the fact that like this exists. This happened. This is happening. Mm -hmm. Many people are dealing with that, right? Mm -hmm. So let's start with boom. How do you even know that you're on layaway? Like, what are the signs that you are on layaway? Now, I want to point out. I want to point out that women can put men on layaway. True, true. Exactly. There is like the what we call like the bench warmers, ah. and then there's like the starting lineup. Preach. With like that one. <laughs> he said preach. But who's the CEO? It's a thing, It's a thing. As women, we on this, you will understand. We are transparent. We are honest. We're gonna tell you the real it. stuff. There's the bench warmers, okay, and then there's like the starting lineup, right? So we already know we do that. When women do that, men do that as well. Okay, so we're just gonna mm -hmm. put that out there. This isn't like a man bashing type of situation. It's just. In this one, it's it's about the fact that girls usually are the ones that are being put on layaway. So, Jeff, how do you? Let's start off with you. What do you think okay. are some of the clear signs 
that a woman or man is mm-hmm. placed on their way. When you're not a priority. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it as. When you're not a priority. So when you're not a priority, it's not early. You're you're when they want you, it's under their convenience. So anything that's under layaway, I'm not in a need or I don't have an urgent need to get it. I'm going to kind of just put a little bit there, a little bit there, when I need it, when I want it, I'll put my little deposit, I get you when I get you. So if you're, if there's no consistency or you're not viewed as a priority as far as spending time, phone conversations, going out, getting to know you, that might be a sign that you may be under the layaway plan or the layaway title. Mm. What do you think? I see you with a face over there. And I, just, <laughs> I like how, I like how Je- Jeff is giving it, um, the top shelf experience, but I think for I me, do what I do. Um, and I, and I, like you said, you guys are transparent. I've been out the game for eight years, so I'm like, all right, what do I tell the people? So it's time to pull up a chair and let's have a conversation. Uh, okay. Um, I'm talking about it's so you have 168 hours in a whole week. Um, and if that person doesn't send a good morning text, doesn't say, hey, good afternoon, and have intentional conversations throughout the day, that's when you know you're on layaway. Mm-hmm. I always say for me and my thought process, if a person wants to make time for you, they will make time for you. Yeah. That's that's a Look, good point. Look, How many hours again in a week? Ooh, there's one, a button. Ooh. <laughs> one hundred and sixty-eight hours in a whole week. So it's your choice as the the lady mm. to say, "Hey, do I want this?" Because this person hasn't made time. And when I Google what is layaway, you do have a cancellation fee. So why can't the lady on her end? Have a cancellation fee. That's for you guys. Mm. Mm. No, we, we we could have a cancellation fee. Wait, what, what, is, the, what is the cancel? What's a cancellation fee? Bye, see you later. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna see you. Yeah, it was not for who lasted, but if this is not gonna work out, I'm gonna see you later. I'll talk to you. I enjoy the yeah, moment. I, I, I enjoy the conversation. <laughs> Like the bench warmers in the starting lineup, like you know what I mean. Like you could just, I canceled this whole situation. This whole thing is canceled. Got it. Cancel culture. Cancel culture. You know what I mean. Got it. All right, Fred. Fred, what you? How you feeling about it? I would say interest. We're talking about interest. If we're talking about monetary, we're talking about interest. Is is his interest there? You know, if we're talking about, we're talking about if you want a relationship. If that's what you seek, is the interest there? Is he pursuing mm-hmm. with? And if you switch it around, hey, is she is she engaging? Is she responding? We're talking about interest. We're talking about chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is that chemistry there? You got to start to notice, like, hey, when I why do why do I have to be the one to always call? Is mm-hmm. is that interest kind of waning? Am, am I putting more in it than I'm getting out of it? You know, uh, yeah. it's, it's, to me, that interest, that's if we're talking about layaway and somebody putting you on a back burner for mm-hmm. late, it that chemistry and interest is everything. I, I believe you can tell like, like Anthony was talking about, like 
hey, it, are they worth your time? Are, are, is, is it worth your time? And if we're talking about layaway, are they paying attention? Because a female, a female might also have her own bench bench warmers and her own, so she might be having five good mornings. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Uh, you know what? It could happen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to play, play devil's advocate a little bit because there are those, and I mean, and I'll speak from personal experience. I'm sure that we've all encountered a situation where he can show you just enough attention that you mm -hmm. think, or his excuses are just that good that you think mm -hmm. that either A, he has a good reason you know, as to why he's being not non-responsive or B, mm -hmm. he does just enough that you're not on his case, but you don't even realize that you are not the priority and that you, mm -hmm. you know, are not, or you are not it. You know, I'll give a scenario that was just shared with us about a, a young man who courted someone for two years, but knew within three months he had zero intentions on wife and her, right? However, at the onset of the relationship, because we said, well, why would you just tell her? Why wouldn't you say, I, this is not what I want? But he said, but I told her in the beginning I didn't want a serious relationship. So for me, oh, that was enough. He said the disclaimer. He basically said a disclaimer. He was like, I already told her. So other than that, what do I need to continue to tell? Like, do I do every three months? I need to tell you that I don't want a relationship. But the woman thought two years, mm -hmm. okay, maybe something's <clears throat> changing. Maybe his heart is changing. And I think that that is mm -hmm. the mistake sometimes we give. We start to give that girlfriend energy before, before he says something different. And now we don't fully mm -hmm. play house. We doing laundry, we babysitting, cooking, meal prepping, um, making breakfast before they leave for the house. Oh, you done moved it. You got a chore. You been the crib. Now, now you asked a question in the beginning, <laughs> like so that that also I'm now thinking about like boundaries. Like I teach my students about boundaries mm -hmm. and yeah. setting our boundaries in the beginning right. of time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I know for me, I go to speak for myself. My wife had to set a boundary because she understood that I was being an F boy. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, she was like, nah, 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 nah. Mm -hmm. This is what's going to be going on right now. She wrote me a long letter, and I was like, damn, mm -hmm. it's either F boy or I got to settle down and not right. have her on layaway, but have her as an investment. Come on, mm -hmm. you know, Come on. The, there we go. the language now changes because yep. we now, oh, this person's an investment. I can see her as the, the mother of my kids. I can see her having conversations with my mom, my dad. Mm -hmm. I can see her building a legacy. Mm -hmm. So we went from layaway to now legacy. I think when we, we change the language and set our boundary and say, yo, when you step into this environment, there's a certain mm -hmm. level of expectation I have for myself as a woman. But if, hey, if you can't do it, cool, no problem. Let me go to the next person. But don't waste yeah. my time. I think, I think what you know what I think of. That's good. That's good. Sorry, I just went on a rant. Apologize. No, no. <laughs> no you do your thing, bro. So you know what you know, when I hear the word investment, you know what that reminds me of? Assets and liability. So mm. when you're so when you're, when you're dating or if you're looking at somebody that's like she's a layaway type of woman that I'm uh -huh. engaged in. 
So you may actually look at it as like she may be a liability. If she's an asset, then you're going to change the title to instead of layaway, you're really going to be courting. The true definition of courtship. So I'm looking with the intention of a long-term relationship that's going to lead into settling down, getting married, setting those boundaries, obviously, because you got to play your role. You want to put, you want to put everything out there and he's getting all the benefits, but you're not retrieving anything. You have to kind of just build things up, build that portfolio up. Yes. But but Jed, let's go back to the question because um, she said two years, Mm -hmm. she played house. When do you know? Let me let me stop playing house with this person my, because my question, my, now it became comfortable. Now has it become a norm, normalized? But now it become a new behavior. So what now? Go ahead, Fred. Okay, what I was gonna say, you gotta look at what she said at the beginning of the relationship. He told her like, I wasn't looking for anything serious. It's what you allow. It's what you allow. Mm-hmm. Expectations versus reality. I've been married for six months now. My wife told me at the beginning what her expectation of me was. She's like, I'm here. We, we're going to go through. I want to go. I want to court and I'll unto marriage. That's where I am right now. I, I'm yeah. looking for marriage. I want to be a wife. So she threw me that wife energy at the beginning. There was no... Mm-hmm. I couldn't misconstrue it, you know? Mm-hmm. And the reality is, it's like, oh, okay. That's what I want, too. I'm looking for a wife. I'm, I'm, I'm in league for a wife. You know what I'm saying? So I, she I, positioned I, you in such a way that you could only align yourself or be out. It was with confidence, too. It was like, hey, I, I guess I want to I be a girlfriend, you know? And, you know, it was, it was, she approached it. Like, I know who I am and I know what I want. And I'm not going to allow somebody else to come into my space and waste my time. So therefore, like, if you approach a person with that energy and going into you guys' question is like, hey, this is what I expect. It's what you allow. If you let somebody do that to you for a year, a year. Year, 365, 365 days. days. Mm, that's why I let you know. 12 you're months. Allowing it. You're allowing yourself to take that, you know? And I can only point the finger back. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I told her I didn't want anything, mm-hmm. but she's, mm-hmm. she's still here. She's still cooking. Mm-hmm. She's still cleaning for me. She's still doing all these things. I told her that. She can't expect anything different. Mm-hmm. That's all. I that, think we should also. So I'm going to play devil's advocate. Because I think we also should be very careful because sometimes we have normalized the behavior of rejection and self of not being wanted. So we don't understand how it looks when um, someone loves you unconditionally. So when we get into a relationship, oh, okay, he doesn't want to be with me. Okay, we can still hang out together. Because we don't know what the next level of love is. So, so when touching on touching on that, right? In the dating stage, you are getting to know each other. You are providing, like, you know what I'm saying? Like back and forth, they're gonna see who you really are. So the question that will come up then would be how much girlfriend energy should be given during that stage that I have not given you too much, but just enough for you to know that I possess it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, what would be the levels of girlfriend energy that you provide during the dating stage before the commitment 
And then leading up is how long do you do that? How long do you provide the girlfriend energy yeah. to this person? And then to echo that, um, touching on your point, Jeff, because mm. part of showing yourself as an asset when dating, mm. oftentimes for a woman, is showing mm. you just what I'm bringing to the table. And mm. I don't, I don't I can't say that I know where that stems from or if that's a positive or a negative thing. I just mm. know growing up and when we think about TV and we think about, you know, the, you know, the Cosby's and all, you know, all mm -hmm. the those images, when you aspire to be a good woman, you're looking at these images. So you say, I need to do these things. I don't know who taught us that we need to play house in order to keep a man or to keep a man's interest. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that. We start these behaviors that y'all didn't even ask for. We made the assumption. And you made the mm -hmm. assumption based off like the world and like what we see and stuff. The so things Jeff, that I guess, can influence us. Yes. So Jeff, I guess the question can go to you. How much girlfriend energy is too much and how much is too little? And how long do you play that card until you become girlfriend? To the book. So I mean, there should always be boundaries just to kind of echo back to what Anthony was saying. So when you're first dating, you're meeting somebody, you def you're putting your representative, right? So it's just like when you're going for a job interview, you know, you're making sure you're looking good, you're you're putting your corporate voice on to make sure you get the position, right? And then you're under like a three-month probation period. Then you get your benefits and all that stuff. So too much girl energy or just too much energy in general, this it should around or it should surround any type of conversations, what the expectations are. What are we looking for? What are you bringing to the table? What am I bringing to the table? What is the long-term goals as far as us meeting up? Is this just a hookup? Are we looking into true courtship? Are we looking to just dating? Are we going to be seeing other people? You know, so I know what position that I'm in. So I know what I'm going to bring into the table. If you're telling me that, hey, this is, I want something like what Anthony was saying when he met, not Anthony, Fred, when he said he met his wife, I'm looking for marriage. My long-term goal is marriage. So if I'm dating anybody or I'm going under a courtship, if marriage is not the end goal, I'm out because I'm not putting that energy in. There were boundaries that were still set because I got to see if, or she probably had to see if Fred could actually live up to what she's expecting. So as time goes on, you start seeing the consistency. You start looking at patterns. You start seeing that, okay, is this person is consistent and honoring what I have stated, what I'm looking for and what I want. And that mm -hmm. shouldn't change. Yeah. Correct. Throughout that whole time in regards of pattern, right. scientifically, pattern, consistency. If you notice, hey, you did this yesterday, but you did also you did it two months before, mm -hmm. you can see the pattern. Mm -hmm. And then if you bring it up, you say, okay, hey, you know what? I do not like this. This makes mm -hmm. me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I always tell, and I always tell to Jeff and Fred, I said to myself, if I can't talk to you, we shouldn't be together mm -hmm. because we can't grow. Absolutely. I, I completely, I completely concur uh, with the fellas. Like what you dress like, like for a job interview, you dress up for what you want. Right. With that. That's why job. I dressed in a white shirt. Exactly. That's why. He, <laughs> that white shirt. I'm, I'm chilling. I already got the job. But anyway, Anthony throwing shots. <laughs> Anthony throwing yeah. shots. Uh, you know <laughs> Just want to come back. <laughs> Anthony, I'll send you off for later. Um, but um, what what I mean is like when you 
to, to you guys' question uh, about the girlfriend energy, I think from the start, it's from the jump. You, if, if, if you're going into a season of courtship, you want to dress the part. You want to let it be known. I get it. A lot of times there are a lot of fellas that lie and only show their representative. And they continue. For a long period of time. Yeah, for a long period of time. For a year. Mm -hmm. Two years. For three years. For five years. You know, I've, I've heard of certain situations where there have been relationships where a guy has been with a, a woman for like a, 10 years. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. You know, I think the best way to look at it is their actions. Look at what they're saying. Are they keeping mm -hmm. their promises? Are, is it just being that I'm being strong along? Or like, is he holding, like, what is his integrity like? Like, mm -hmm. is he keeping his word? You know, how does he speak to his mother? Like, I like, like, you look at those things. Look at how they align up. Can I trust what he says? Like, yeah, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe not. Uh, can I be his girlfriend? Yeah, I, I think it. There's like my wife from the start. She knew she wanted to be a wife. If you like, if you show up with that wife energy, you, you're gonna be a wife. If you show up with that girlfriend energy, you're gonna be a girlfriend. If you show up with that side chick energy, you're gonna be. A <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I 100%, 100% of whatever you want to be. You're going to dress for that job interview the way you want to get that job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, the question the question remains, how long do you do that for before you, like, what what's too long? So it's more, I mean, I'm going to take that. A year. I'm going to take that. I think, I think it's on a case-by-case -case basis. I think yeah. that... Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta really, yeah, you gotta really consider the full dynamic of what you're into. So I use myself as an example. In my thirties, you know, uh, I I have had my fair share of uh, relationships. Um, I was married in my twenties. You know, very young on. You can tell me that I wasn't, you know, made to be a wife, but I realize now, developmentally, and just in terms of just life experience, I was not anywhere near what I needed to be in order to truly. Uh, I didn't know myself, so you can't really position yourself to be someone's wife, and it's very difficult to, to navigate that when you're young and in marriage, right? So I'll start I there. You know, full disclosure, I do have both experiences. But in my 30s, and I never really dated prior to my marriage. I only had boyfriends. Like, my first relationship in high school, three years up until I went into college. I met this guy in college, straight out of college, we get married. So now here you are, 21 years old. You've had, what, all the two serious relationships and whatever, uh, you know, examples of women uh, that you have to show, you know, to kind of, you know, help you navigate in, in the way that you should go in a relationship. In my thirties, after dating for a few years, I tell I don't claim people. I'm just gonna be straight up, and it's not because it's not on no player, player, nothing like that. But I tell folks all the time, I need a boyfriend. I I need a husband. So so you play for keeps, or we just hanging out. You know what I mean? We having a good time. We might be dating, and we might do that for a while because I'm a very consistent person. I don't really, I'm not really into the whole bench warmer situation, like. I can't say because a bench woman, you can look at that in so many different ways, right? It could be, you know, you got that person that could call who really like you, that, you know, you mm -hmm. get rejected, you could bounce back real quick because, you know, they'll entertain you. Mm -hmm. But for me, I don't really keep 
if I'm gonna dedicate my my energy towards you, I just feel like it takes way too much emotions and way too much energy to try to entertain most people. So for me, the serial right. daters. Oh, serial dating. I can do it. I can do it. And, it and it costs too much. <laughs> oh, listen. They my time. I miss everything for me. I got I to gotta schedule things. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I'm a whole other. I got to put you in my blue calendar. <laughs> I got to put you in my blue calendar. Your favorite color is your favorite color. <laughs> too much. That's why I got married. <laughs> yeah, I don't, have, I don't have time for that. So for me, my thing is, once you show me the direction we're heading in, I will position myself accordingly. I'm a very consistent person, but I'm not claiming anything that don't claim me. Period. Come on. Mm, so it's I love you. It, is there a thing that's exclusively there? I think I think the term of courtship has shifted and it's called dating with intention. Dating with intention. And so I mm -hmm. only I only date with the intent to build. Now don't get me wrong. You can build or attempt to build and then realize Mm, these bricks don't fit the cement and concrete. Like, it just don't fit the, you know, the foundation that we're each trying to build. Right. We want make different things. Mm -hmm. uh, I want children. You may not. You know, I may uh, feel a certain way about how children should be raised. You may not. Right. You know, and let's mm -hmm. be real. In my 30s, you know, I seldomly meet a man who doesn't have children. So then you have that whole dynamic that's coming into a relationship. So you have to ensure that whoever you are locking on with, that y'all can walk, you know, the same path where there's at least a level of alignment. And so for me, if I'm dating, I'm dating to determine if we can walk arm in arm. Can we build a big thing for me? If we can't get money together, I don't know if we can do this, girl. <laughs> you know, so that's big for you, Lex. Right. What's big for so? What's big for you, Lex? Um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me pull out the uh the, the pen of paper so she can read her list. I, I, so I just need your top three. I need the top three right now. What top is big three. for you? I need a God fearing man. Mm -hmm. I need mm -hmm. a family man, mm -hmm. and I need a partner in life, good, bad, and indifferent. Right. I need for you to ride with me when I'm good. I need for you to ride with me when I'm bad. I need to ride. I just need you to to always have me in every single situation that I've ever been. And I'm going to need for you to pray for me even when I'm not around, even when I didn't ask for it, even when I'm, you know what I mean? And I'm going to need for you to be a family man because I have a son. I have a little five-year-old son. Um, and like I, I'm going to need for you to understand for me. Um, you could buy me whatever you want, but I'm really not interested. Time is everything for me. I'd rather you give me time than oh. give me like that. So I, if I had to give you top three, those are my top three that I'm not, I'm not budging on. The I'm gonna add a point five as her friend. <laughs> point five. <laughs> a point five. I'm add a bonus. Okay. You have to be able to meet her love language because mm -hmm. if you, I have, felt that. I felt that. I felt that. If spirit. you are disinterested mm -hmm. in meeting her love language, do not buy her a Gucci bag. She don't care. But if you don't give her positive affirmation time. and time and, and that physical touch, right, right? You can't be sitting next to her and be in the next room. Don't do that, right? Like we together, mm. give me that, give me that, you know, undivided attention. And so what I have found too, like if they don't meet those needs, it that, that's a that's a that's a deal breaker because right. she's very right. I mean, she's, she knows. <laughs> so I think it's also like Lydia was saying, like I think it's really about case studies. Like it's case okay. by case. 
Um, right. I won't how say long, three how months. Long, how long for a man though? Like I know a man. There's no way a man would be like, I'm gonna date this girl for one whole year, two years, three years, and never be her man. Like, would y'all be okay? With wait, that? wait. Here go your question. How long did you date your wife before you married her? Four oh. years. Four years. And at what point did she give you? Wait, wait, no. But how long? No. Well, let's, let's bring it in. Come on. <laughs> 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 there's like dating, and then there's like commitment, right? So how long were you dating before you committed to her? Because I think that's a big factor. Oh. January third, two thousand seventeen. Two thousand seventeen. Committed to her. Yeah, January third, two thousand seventeen. And and how long did you date her for? Before, like dating, like getting to know her, like how long was y'all kicking it? What's your favorite color? You know that whole thing. No, first of all, I hope my voice is not that low, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, for a good year. A year. For a whole good year. Yeah, for a good year. And, and that's when you—that's when she was giving you the f boy lady. And she was like, "You're gonna have to make this happen." How, Fred, yeah. how about you? How long? Because, long hold on, hold on. Let me address real quick, real quick. Because I was, I was scared. Mm. I was scared to commit. Mm -hmm. So wow. my once again, I wasn't mature enough and my emotional intelligence wasn't on her level. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to commit to her because I said to myself, mm, that person's a good one. I don't want to mess up the other person. So mm -hmm. let me go get my bench warmers because I could just come in and out. This mm -hmm. one, I couldn't come in and out. So I think okay. that's what made me commit on January 3rd. Okay. Fred, how about you? You're just recently married. So how long did you date before you actually committed to her with like her man? Oh, Two days. Honestly, <laughs> it, it, ha it happened a lot quicker than, okay. uh, than Anthony. That's no shots, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> no, you knew what he wanted. <laughs> uh, no, it was actually three months. Three months. months. Yeah, because we were, me and my wife, we... Actually, she, we met at a uh, one of my comedy shows, and she, we began talking through DMs first. That was the first thing we didn't actually like. You want DM love? You know, a little bit of d DMs. You know, <laughs> slide through the DM. You know, pause, pause, pause. Did, did go down. Oh, yeah, pause. There's a lot in It happened. But uh, yeah, it was three months, and then we started uh, seriously courting. Like after that, we started getting getting to know each other's family, uh, which was huge. Like I met her family like within that first, uh, like after that three months when, when we got committed. Uh, probably it was two months after that I met her family, and then uh, she met my family two months later. After that, I believe oh. the timeline may be misconstrued, but it was it was very quick because we. We both knew what we wanted. We both were in our thirties. Well, I was in my thirties at the time, and she was like uh, twenty nine. Um, and so we both kind of like we really knew what we wanted, and we start seeing that in each other. We start building, and the courtship just developed beautifully. We did uh, premarital counseling uh, with after a year, uh, mm -hmm. after mm -hmm. a year and a half. It was about a year. So, Fred, mm -hmm. I have a question for you. So, when up, sir? when you went to um, to see your family with her, yeah. was you observing her at that moment? Oh yes, oh yes. Uh, uh, just how she was around. <laughs> I um, we were talking about parents and everything. Uh, and I was, 
I, I didn't have my father present. So it was just about meeting my mom. I was like, please, Lord, <laughs> let her get along with my mama. <laughs> right. Because that's huge. That's really big for a guy. It is. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a mama's boy, for real, you know. And so, like, she really did amazingly. She was so nervous at first. And, mm-hmm. like, her and my mom got along famously. Like, she cooked for my mom. They were laughing like old friends. And now, because of their relationship, like, like her, my mom calls her more than she calls me now. I'm like, do you have love for your son? Do you have love for your son? Like, but was that the, was that the moment, bro? Was, was that the moment that you saw like, her saw her as a wife? Uh, oh, one of the moments. One of the moments. Yeah, that was one of the moments where I was just like, mm. this might this this might work. This okay. might just work. This is it. Like I felt, I felt, and then it wasn't just that, but get it. I have three sisters too. So it's like getting along and meshing with them. Uh, it was, it, it solidified everything. And that's mm-hmm. big for a man. I think that's really big for a man about me too. how you get along and interact with the fan there. Very much so. That's definitely a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal for me too. Like, you know, to get along with my son, my mom, my yeah. best friend, like those Absolutely. people that are like yes, in my life. That would definitely be a key factor for me for sure. So Jeff, let's take this question to you because I know you have a daughter. So I could imagine anyone in your life would and it's huge when that's not a boy. That's a girl. So that's mm-hmm. the relationship between a, a father and their daughter, I think, is significantly different than a mother and a son, right? And so tell me what that looks like for you in terms of, you know, uh, Fred so eloquently kind of touched on the blending and the meshing when it came to him, his 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 fiance or his girlfriend and his mom. But what does that look like for you as a father? I mean, for me as a father, so like my daughter, she's everything. Shout out to Gabby. Um, she is my pride and joy. That's my BFF. Like she's truly a daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. So anybody that I'm dating, they have to have a relationship with my daughter and my daughter have to have a relationship with them. You know, it's not something I'm going to push or force. I want it to be something organic, naturally, no GMO, you know, just make sure that they actually have something. I can see where like, she's not going to be a replacement mm-hmm. as far as like her mom. Mm-hmm. But somebody she's going to feel comfortable with. And my daughter, she's, you know, we have honest conversations. We talk about, my daughter's nine. And she's very, very much aware that, okay, you know, daddy's dating. Daddy's in a relationship. Daddy has a girlfriend. And where does she fit in in between that? As far as, does is this person going to be a priority over me? Do I have to like this person? Does this person have to like me? We have those honest and real conversations. So I can't date anybody that does not like my daughter. Like, I don't care how much, how beautiful you are, how much I'm in love with you, no matter what we have in common. If you don't love kids, you don't like my daughter, I can't rock with you. My daughter has an issue with you, I can't rock with you. And my daughter's the type of person where she, she loves everybody. She's a very loving kid. She loves everybody. She just wants to make sure that she's accepted. So yeah. it's, it wouldn't be a challenge for my daughter to actually like and become comfortable with someone. It's going to be more in the sense of like, okay, well, will this person like my daughter and, and accept my daughter and, and be able to date somebody who is a single father? Yeah. So girlfriend energy, layaway. At what point is it acceptable for someone to meet your daughter given the dyna- dynamic that you just described? 
A, because it's a little different, right? We're not talking about a mom, right? Because this is a mm -hmm. child. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a very important and intricate part of your life as a single father. At what point, and I would imagine someone would need to be off layaway. Mm -hmm. Is it possible, right? Would but, you bring the layaway, girl? Definitely mm. not. No, definitely not. You investment. Nah. You investment now. Like you yeah. nah, you, you, stock some, you stock some bonds. Like if you're a layaway girl, yeah. Or if I put you in a layaway status, that means you I don't have any intentions to make you wifey. So you're probably like, you know, you're probably on the bench. You might be that side piece. You might get traded. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not somebody that I'm looking as for long term. Because you know, yeah, title is everything. So if wait, I'm gonna what title you what is that? Some people just got five dollars to spare. Hey, but then then listen, then it's not I the top then. That's the good. Is, if I'm gonna invest, I'm gonna invest hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? If I'm gonna invest, I'm gonna invest hundred percent. Especially at this point in my life. Like I'm forty. So you know I, I just hit the forty club. So I, I was married before, you know, for seven years. And I I've I've gone through life with dating and, and all the things that came along with it, even along with marriage. So as I gotten older and I'm wiser, if I'm going to be dating somebody, it's going to be a courtship. I'm going to look with the attempt of like, okay, what are the long-term long -term goals? Because I have a daughter too. I don't want my daughter looking at like, wow, daddy got a new girlfriend again. Like what happened to mm -hmm. such and such? What happened to such and such? It's not a good representation. It doesn't look good for her. Because then now when she looks at men, She's going to think that, okay, when she starts dating, that's how relationships are. So mm -hmm. I don't want, I have to be the best role model, male role model, because I'm the, the first one she's going to see. That's I'm the first man that she she loves, right? Her dad. Mm -hmm. So I have to make sure I, I become the best representation of that force. So when she gets older and she's, you know, starts dating boys and she starts dating men, she's able to see, okay, you know what? I want somebody that's like my father. Somebody yeah. who is once who's you know dealt with dating, who gotten married, you know, who was faithful and and was loyal, and he was you know he became what a man is supposed to be a role as a man. I, I need her to see and understand that, so she doesn't get caught up into like that layaway status. It may happen, but at least she could hopefully identify yeah. by me kind of like showing her by example. So. To go back as far as when I would introduce somebody to my daughter, it would be once we establish that this is a long-term relationship, we're looking to, you know, get married. It doesn't mean like marriage is going to be within the next year or so, but we are, we have long-term goals. We're not just dating. You're not dating anybody else. I'm not dating anybody else. You know, we're not just kicking it. We're actually building a foundation where we're building something that is solid. And then at that point, you know, we'll, I'll bring my daughter in. And I'll see how you guys interact and see how that works. Got it. Okay. Good stuff. That's really good stuff. I, I mean, I heard a couple of good nuggets. Yeah. I appreciate the uh, male perspective mm -hmm. on a regular basis because. You just give so, it a truth. There's nothing like it. So let's recap, right? So are you a asset versus a liability? Mm -hmm. Are you setting appropriate boundaries from the onset of the relationship whereby and boundaries with confidence, as Fred said, mm -hmm. you know, is it clear, you know, what your intentions and what it is that you want in dynamic? 
both men and female though, like mm-hmm. as a man setting clear boundaries and, and what you're willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept. So that's and, and then judging things on a case by case basis, right? So for, long, for time, for longevity, because you can't really be like I would only date a man for six months. Like you can't say that because the situation might just not be as cookie cutter as you may want it to be. So, yeah, you can't really set a time. So, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, guys, thank you so much, Rapshaw. We really appreciate you guys. Thank um, you for having don't forget, thank everybody you. who is watching, they are going to be dropping when, Fred? On this Tuesday, the 30th. <laughs> Top Shelf Tuesday. Make Top Shelf Tuesday. Top Shelf Tuesday. Um, check them out. We will definitely be plugging their info in the description box for you guys to actually um, be able to kind of check them out. Uh, we just want to thank you guys so much. Um, we appreciate you guys. We look forward to working with you in the future. Um, and yeah, any last any last remarks, guys? Because these are characters. Oh, I, I just I just want to say this. Just know your worth more than anything. Yeah. To everybody mm-hmm. out there, know your worth. Don't be yes. a project or a trophy. Know your worth out there. It was a project, chick. Sorry, it was right there. <laughs> Yo. It was something you had to do. I get it. We so, felt right in. We had to do it. Real talk, last, my last thought is like self-care is the best care. Always know your worth. Um, and that's the most beautiful thing you can get to yourself and a person to the next year. Yeah. Listen, just um, make sure that you're not a lease. Make sure that you are for purchase. Make sure that you're best you. too much for me. Make sure Woo! you're not a lease. Make sure you this are what? This, this Make sure you're being purchased. You are whole car note. <laughs> Listen, man. Tune in you the got- There's no commitment in the lease. There's no release. Once you purchase, once you find it, you in it. What type of insurance you got? (laughs) On the next (laughs) guys, you can check them out at Top Shelf on Tuesdays, guys. Don't forget. Thank you guys so much for locking in with us and speaking to us. We look forward to working with you in the future. Thank you so much. Salute to you guys. Thank you. Bye. Appreciate you.